0: This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers, and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.
1: You're listening to Be Kind, Rewind with Tim Nidell, taking you back to when movies were actually good. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? When music wasn't auto-tune. When TV only had a few channels. And now, here's your host, Tim Nidell.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Be Kind Rewind with Tim Nidell. You can find me online. It's timnidell.com. You'll find all my links on there, my Instagram, my Twitter, my YouTube. I would appreciate all the follows, especially if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Tim Nidell. I'd really appreciate that. And of course, Beacon Rewind is brought to you by the fine folks over at Phoenix Media. Please check out their website, phoenixmedia.us. It's Phoenix with an F. You can learn more about our show here and the other podcasts on the network. And of course, learn about the advertising that we have to offer. So instead of hearing the commercials you hear in between our breaks, you'll hear your very own commercial. Again, just check out phoenixmedia.us for all the information. For today's episode of Be Rewind, I thought I would do something a little different. No interviews, not really going back talking about old retro TV shows or movies. But I am going to talk to you about a certain place that I love to visit. A place that I try to go to at least once a year. Even living in Montana, I try to do that. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about Disneyland. And I was thinking because they've been closed for, God, how long has it been? It's, it's going to be like almost a year pretty soon. I think it was like in March of 2020 that they closed their doors. I haven't been able to go. I miss the place of death. I love it there. I, I just go there and I, I feel like a kid, you know, and that's what this show is all about, taking you back to the good old days of uh, when you were a kid or, you know, just make you feel like a kid at heart. And the park always did that for me. So I'm going to play some audio of my trips to disneyland this is a little segment i was i was actually wanting to do for my other podcast saturday morning rewind playing little segments playing little uh audio clips of each ride doing playing little interviews with uh celebrities talking about disneyland that i've done and i was thinking you know it kind of fits maybe better for this channel beacon rewind so I'm going to play it here for you guys, and hopefully it'll take you back to your childhood or just make you feel like a kid again. So Disneyland opened on July 17th, 1955 in Anaheim, California. My first time there would have been, I don't remember the exact month, I think it was like September, October-ish of 1987 when I was seven years old. Um, at the time, I was living in Reno, and we decided to drive from Reno to Anaheim, which I think is roughly about nine hours. Last time I took it, it it's about nine hours, give or take, you know, traffic and everything. And uh, we drove there, stayed at one of the uh, neighborhood hotels across the street from the park. And I remember walking through the gates and just looking around. And uh, I was just amazed with everything. If you've never been, you walk down the main street and uh, they have these little like air things coming out of the bakeries. And so all the the smells are being pumped into the streets of Disneyland. And so it really makes you want to go. It's there, so you go inside and buy something to eat. That's why it's there. But it just feels so homey. It just feels so cool walking down those streets of Disneyland and looking through the windows, seeing them prepare desserts and uh, bakery items from inside the stores. And the first piece of audio I'm going to play is uh, from Main Street itself. Here's Main Street USA in Disneyland. So that right there is just a little bit of sample of Main Street. I don't want to bore you to death because it's not a ride. You know, I do have rides I'm going to play for you guys, and that's why I would want to listen to this episode because I love the audio from the Disneyland rides. And even Disney World, if you're a Disney World fan, you're welcome to. I've been there a couple times. I love that place too. But because Disneyland was the first place I went as a kid, I think I just like a little bit better. And honestly, I'm more of a uh, walt disney admirer you know the guy himself and the fact that he had so much involvement in disneyland the building of it the maintenance of it you know preparing for new rides going in and, and creating different attractions to bring to disneyland that's why i love disneyland just a little bit more than disney world but i'm not a hater I love Disney World, too. So I think we're going to take a quick break. But before I do, I'm going to play a little bit of audio from an interview that I did with Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, and Jason Marsden, the voice of Max Goof from a Goofy movie. And we're talking about Disneyland. I did this interview, I don't remember how long ago. I think it's been three to four years now. And you'll find the full episode on my other podcast, Saturday Morning Rewind. So enjoy. And we'll see you after the break.
1: I had a, a one of my special. Well, it didn't happen that long ago. We were doing remotes from Disneyland. And I was very tired. And I have about four hours off. And I needed to take a, a break. And there was only one place to sleep. And that was with Walt's apartment above the fire yeah, station. That's awesome. I had a chaperone because they were make sure I don't take Walt's stuff or whatever. But I got to sleep on Walt's bed and uh, take a nap there. Not many people get to do that. And that was no. very special. Uh, my first time ever coming here uh,
2: was like 1987 and my uh, my, my friend, uh, when I first moved to L.A., my friend across the street, his name is Jeff Smith, and we're still friends today. He's a cast member, but his dad was a cast member, and they're like, hey, you want to take a day off of school and come to Disneyland? So I asked my parents, luckily they said yes, and so I got to be here, and that's when the, the Skyways were still here and the Carousel of Progress yeah. was still here. So I got to like a little bit of OG Disneyland. Back in the day, yeah, before there was before there was DC, it was a parking lot. And I sound like an old man when I come here, and I'm like, that used to be a parking lot where you that ride, you ride none. to Be Kind Rewind with Tim Nidell, taking you on a little mini, I guess cheap vacation too. This is like a cheap vacation. You guys owe me some money for this, by the way. Taking, taking you on a little audio vacation to Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California. Since we can't go there ourselves, since it's been closed for nearly a year now, we're going back on a little audio vacation to Disneyland. And we're going to continue on. And, you know, I was going to do it this early, but I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take you guys on my all-time favorite attraction inside Disney, inside all the Disney parks, and that is the uh, Haunted Mansion, an attraction that opened on October 1st, 1971. Now, it was in the beginning stages right around Walt's death, so he was involved In the uh, creation of it, it was going to be a totally different thing, totally different look. And in fact, if you've been there before, you know you go in there and you you sit in the Doom buggies. That's what they call it, Doom buggies. And uh, it's a sitting ride where you can't really get off. You can't do anything. They they initially wanted to be a walking ride where you walk around. But they changed that, and I'm so glad they did because it it wouldn't be the same if you walk around and enjoy, you know, certain segments of it. More than you should, because I think it just gives you a perfect amount of time when you go down one of the Doom buggies, up into the attic, go in, you know, during the birthday scene, the ballroom scene, which is probably my favorite, I think, of the whole attraction. Uh, Maybe tied with the cemetery. I, I love seeing new things when I go into the cemetery scene. You know, seeing new ghosts or new things that move that I didn't see the first hundred times of, of me being on the ride. So here's some audio from that attraction from Beyond the Mansion.
0: I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our tour begins here in this gallery, where you see paintings of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible, mortal
1: state. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Kindly drag
0: your bodies away from the walls to the dead center of the room to view the portraits above and how they have met their doom. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors. <laughs> Which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> of course, there's always my way. frighten you prematurely, (laughs) (laughs) the real chills come later, now, as they say, look alive. Do not pull down on the (laughs) safety on, Mr. report, and he this morning, the spirits will materialize only if you remain safely seated with your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside and watch your children's tears. Para su seguridad, permanezca sentado y mantenga las <muchas> manos, brazos, pies y piernas dentro y cuide a los pequeñitos y ahora prepare. Unlivable here in this ghostly mind, every room has warm to war creeps, and hot and cold to art and twirl. Let there be music from regions beyond. Wizards and witches, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing a bell. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call
2: in the spirits
0: wherever they're at. The time to respond. Happy Send seat a message. We well, well, are beginning to materialize. They're assembling for it. Swing away. expecting me. i see you
2: was part of my other podcast, Saturday Morning Rewind. It's with the one and only Jim Cummings, very huge voice actor in the industry. Of course, you may know him as Darkwing Duck, and he also voices Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, too. And he's been on my other podcast, I think it's been five times now, which is a record for anybody on my show. Big fan of his work, and he likes, you know, he enjoys my show, too. That's why he comes back on. And here we are talking about Disneyland, of course. Do you mm-hmm. have a favorite Disneyland memory or moment?
1: Oh, my gosh. I have uh, probably way too many. Um, you know, I've, I've got four daughters, and, and they all circle. They all uh, center around them. Um, let's see. I moved to California when I was 29, No, wait. No, not, not that old. I was younger than that. But anyway, so I've been here for most of my life, and... Uh, You know, I've been taking my daughters, uh, all four of them, to Disneyland all of their life. So um, uh, there are probably so many moments that I I couldn't even begin to recall them all. But um, I I know that uh, uh, taking, you know, pushing them around and having so much excitement and so much, uh, I've always videotaped us going in and they're uh, on fire, they're bouncing off the walls, and then by the time we're leaving, they're in the strollers, and they're... <laughs> you know, and I always videotape that, and, and now at this point, you know, um, whether uh, someone's in uh, Florida or here, there's a uh, sort of a mini-tradition that one, some, one of them, because I have two adult daughters, and then I have two, two that are still in grade school, and, so, uh, and sometimes they've all gone together, and what they'll do is they'll go on their Winnie-the-Pooh ride, and they'll call me from inside the ride and say, Hey Dad, guess where we are? Then they'll hold the phone up in the air and I'll hear myself in the background going, Hey dude, Pooh, watch out over there. <laughs> and I'll say, Let me take a wild guess. You're inside the Winnie the Pooh ride. How did you know? You know, and it's just a joke. <laughs> That's hilarious. So uh, it's an ongoing thing, you know. It's an ongoing memory <laughs> maker for us.
2: Do you ever whip out the voice whenever you meet one of the characters?
1: You know, I um I I haven't I have in in the past, but it's so funny that you say that because I hadn't been there in a long time. In fact, I all my kids have been going, um, you know, with with mom or friends or cousins or you know. Uh, but I realized at this point that it that was uh, 2015 was the first time that I was at uh, I was at Disney World a couple times, but uh, I hadn't been to Disneyland since 1999, and I was thinking, gosh, this is crazy and. Uh we, were go- we went there uh, last April, and then, of course, just a couple weeks ago as well, uh, and it was just so great, and I saw the upgrades and the Pirates of the Caribbean is different and this and that, and as I'm walking around, uh, I'm hearing myself coming out from speakers and uh, three or four times in this parade and uh, once or twice on this announcement, and then I'm over here and I'm walking up to the ride. Uh, the Winnie the Pooh ride, and and we we walked into the courtyard with Sleeping Beauty's castle. And I don't know if you've ever seen the bands that walk around. They're like a five or six piece band. They'll be, mm-hmm. they'll have a, a drummer and a tuba player and a trumpet player and a you know an old time semi marching band, sort of like the old 1920s uh, state fair bands that walk, stroll around. And they all looked at me, all the guys in the band, and the band leader went, I want. People. They started playing the finger song, and and I and I looked, and they were all staring at me, and and my daughter Gracie goes, "Daddy, they know who you are," <laughs> and I said, "Wow," and I, and I looked at them, and I and I and I pointed at myself, and they all shake their heads up and down, nod their heads, "Yep, yep." How you doing? How you doing? Then I they they finished the song, "Multi, multi, multi, bun, bun, and we went over and said hello, and they all knew who I was, and it was weird. I, I, because I don't have a sense of that. I think with the internet and the, because uh, I don't do any on camera. I mean, occasionally, every now and then I did the Craig Ferguson show a couple of years ago, but no, I'm not a on cam an on camera guy, so I'm not used to people just. Oh my gosh, look look who it is! You know, it's it's an odd thing for me, but apparently at Disneyland I'm. I'm really well-known, we went to, to Club 33, a friend uh, extended a, a, a visit for us there, and we went in, and I had been there before, and I assume you know what that is, that's the I, yep. club, yeah. right, um, and I had been there before before it was uh, remodeled, uh, two years ago, uh, for a visit uh, to Club 33 only, uh, it was after Disneyland was closed, and uh, and then I just went there this time around again and it's completely redone and and the managers giving us a tour and uh he said well uh listen I I am curious can you tell it's been redone and I go oh my god it's it's unbelievable it's amazing he says well does any of this feel familiar and I go actually I feel like I'm in New Orleans he goes yeah uh huh that's right keep going and I said well what do you mean and and we walk into the the bar and the lounge and I said gosh this really it's this decor and he he looks at me and he says we basically modeled it after tiana's place from princess and the frog i said no you didn't he says oh yeah and sure enough you know there are uh... there's a four-piece band playing on the wall sax player trumpet and of course it's still disney so the uh... the sax player on the wall there's music playing in the air you can hear it and all of a sudden the sax player disappears from the painting the saxophone in the painting is hovering in the air the other three players are still going the uh, the trombone, the tuba, and the trumpet player are still there, but the sax player vanished, and he reappears behind the bar where they have a saxophone mounted on the wall, and he starts playing that saxophone as a hologram a la The Haunted uh, Mansion. Uh-huh. They tried, they take him out of the painting and put a hologram of him playing behind the bar. Then they did it with the trombone player behind the bar, and it's just, it's it was so magical, and I just couldn't believe it. You know, my little girls were Heads were exploding, and there's a, <laughs> pictures in the booths of the, these beautiful paintings of the bayou, and you realize that this one painting has got this little uh, shack out there, this little bayou shack, and the smoke rising out of the uh, out of the the chimney is moving. It's it's actually on right now. There's, there's smoke rising of it actively. Wow! And it just went on and on and on. And sure enough, we sat down and, and tried to have dinner, and the kids menu. They said, "Would you like a kids menu?" And they're all kind of looking at me for my reaction. I said, sure, yeah, yeah, you know, I have my little girl there, Gracie and Lulu, 10 and eight, and they hand us kids menu, and on the kids menu is Ray from <laughs> Princess and the Frog. And uh, and I'm going, oh, you gotta be kidding me. And they're all looking around laughing, and, and uh, you know, and I assume so, a couple of people knew who I was, and, and um, we just had a great time. And we're getting ready to leave, and one of the waiters who had just gotten off duty came up and he goes, "I'm oh, i Mr. Cummings. I'm, I'm really breaking protocol here. I could totally get in so much trouble. But if it's okay, if it's okay, please, 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 can I get a picture with you?" And I said, "Oh, yeah. I, I can't believe that. You know who I am?" He says, "You have got to be kidding me." I said, "No. I, you know. I mean, I think that's very flattering. But, but sure, I'll do that." And he goes, uh, "Mr. Cummings, what? Every single person who works here knows who you are." Oh, wow. and I said, "What?" And I look and I look around and I look at the bartender and I look at the head waiter and I look at the maitre d' and I look at the cashier and I look at the waitress, this waiter, that waiter, this waiter, and they're all staring and looking at me smiling. And I went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so next thing I know, we're taking pictures with everybody in the whole restaurant. Wow.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, man. I love Jim Cummings. And uh, by the way, he does also voice Ray in Princess and the Frog. That's why he mentions that. And listening to that, I'm I'm reminded how bad some of my audio used to be on my other podcast. I I promise you, it's gotten a lot, a lot better since those days. That's one of my early Jim Cummings interviews. Nowadays, I use everything on my computer. Back then, I I record everything on my cell phone. So I promise you, it's gotten better since then. So go check out my other show. I I guarantee it's it's a good time. And I figured since he was talking about the Winnie the Pooh ride, here is my time on Winnie the Pooh.
0: A little bear named Winnie the Pooh set off in search of money. Look, look. look. It's gracious!
2: I believe our time is almost up for this episode. I've had a lot of fun doing it, playing the old clips that I recorded a handful of years ago on one of my many adventures inside Disneyland. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it too. Remember, check me out online, timnidell.com. And I think I'm going to close out this episode with my second all-time favorite attraction inside the park. Sometimes it could be my first, depending on you know what mood I'm in the day I go into the park. But usually... It's my second favorite, and I'm talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, part of New Orleans Square, and the ride opened March 18th, 1967. Now, there is a little behind the scenes of this audio clip that I recorded. I recorded it about, I think it was four years ago. Uh, Me and my buddy Christian came from Montana. We drove to go to the park, and we're in line to go on Pirates. And there's maybe about 30, 40 people behind us. So it wasn't too busy. I think it was during one of the firework shows. So nobody was really going to the rides. And the girl signals us to go up there. And she puts us in the, in the second row. And if you've ever been in the park, you know that it's, it's a big boat that holds, I don't really know. I think it's about 30 people that it can hold, maybe more. And uh, we're on the second row. And she tells the boat to go. And Christian and I, were, are we going to ride by ourselves? Because that's going to be totally awesome. Because usually, you know, crowds ruin the experience, especially when you get locals, the the pass holders that go every single day. And they quote every single line, every time. As you can hear in my uh, Haunted Mansion clip that I played earlier in this episode, they can ruin your experience sometimes. So it's really cool to be by ourselves. So that's why when you listen It's got like crystal clear audio with hardly any background noise. So, yeah, I think that's going to conclude this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it like I did making it. And I'm going to close it out with Pirates of the Caribbean. See you guys next time.
0: And now, now, <laughs> <laughs> brave or Face and ears tell, 'tis only me what's got the son ah, ah. keep still I'm studying me map <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent treasure has my reward for a lot of villainy, last name, skull, and we see it. None shall escape. On your way now, and tell the world you set sail with Blackbeard. When the excuses. Thank yeah. you.